Wide into the shift to his left, Altuve has it in short right, throws to first, and the Astros are 2017 World Series champions! The Houston Astros are world champions for the first time in franchise history! the champions you know i think we deserve it because every single guy did something to help us to get over here you know this is one of the best world series of all time and it's because of these players these players back here never stop they never quit and they're always going to be called champions this team this team loves playing in houston and we're going to love bringing this world series trophy back to houston it's everything and more, man. It's everything and more. It's one of the biggest steps of my life, one of the biggest accomplishments of my life. And right now I'm about to take another big step in my life. Daniela Rodriguez, you make me the happiest man in the world. Will you marry me? tonight I'm not gonna lie it was you know I just came out and I tried to gut it out as long as I could we knew who was coming out of the pen what kind of situation they were gonna come out and uh, you know we, we really we really played a good baseball game well, as the architect I gotta tell you there's a lot of people doing the drawings behind me I have a great group of executives in baseball operations we have a great group of scouts we have a great group of coaches it is a team effort I get to talk about it but there's so many people involved in this and I they're all gonna get rings so they're gonna be able to talk about it for the rest of their lives this is Houston's first championship in baseball and I couldn't be prouder to be a general manager of the team that delivers it today the Houston Astros are World Series champions that's right Houston you have a championship sports team. How's it feel? Don't believe it? Neither do I. Not really. Uh, in the uh, early morning hours following what's been an incredible World Series, it's still hard to believe. Uh, I guess I'll just have to wait and see how I feel when I wake up in the morning. But it's real. It's happening. Congratulations to the Houston Astros on their first World Series title in their franchise's 56-year history, defeating the Dodgers in Los Angeles tonight 5-1 to in a decisive Game 7. George Springer is your World Series Willie Mays MVP. George Springer homered again tonight. He has homered in four consecutive World Series games tying Reggie Jackson and Chase Utley for the most home runs in a World Series. Game 7, not as dramatic, not as sexy, certainly as Games 2 and Game 5, which will go down as all-time greats. But if you're an Astros fan, you don't care. All right, you got laid. And sex is sex, especially when you look like Houston has, I mean, as a sports city, I mean, you're you're a five, maybe a six when the lights are out. <laughs> when a World Series trophy comes knocking on your door at uh, three o'clock in the morning, you're not turning her away. You say, come right on in. Uh, you're going to skip dinner, no candlelight dinner, no wine, no romance. It's just sloppy and sweaty. <laughs> but you did it. A win's a win. 
a win is a win. And the Astros, a 100-win team, winning, I think, what was it, 100 and, 101 games this year? 2011 through 2013, three straight 100-loss seasons for the Houston Astros. My, my, how quickly things can turn around when you have a bevy of top draft picks. George Springer, the 11th overall pick in 2011. Carlos Correa, the first overall pick in 2012. And the latest addition to the band, Alex Bregman, second overall pick in 2015. Your core four, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, George Springer, and Alex Bregman combined made a modest $10 million this year. Clayton Kershaw, supposed best pitcher in baseball, made $35 million this year, just himself. You know, that contract got them one win away, but not the trophy, not the ring. That's that's going to change. That's that's a crazy, crazy value. We'll see. We'll see how long this team sticks together, but we'll worry about that at another time. Enjoy it while it lasts, Houston, because this this is something special. Nothing this beautiful lasts very long. It was nice to see veterans Carlos Beltran in his 20th Major League season. God, a guy who has the best postseason resume in history. Not a huge contributor on the field in terms of play, both in the regular season and the postseason. But if you just listen to guys like Carlos Correa and Alex Bregman, and George Springer. They'll tell you that he's made a huge impact on this team. And how could you deny it? Because they're World Series champions. And if your core players are saying he makes an impact, then he probably did. And it was a good watch, as always. The post-game show on FS1. They had Carlos Beltran on the dais. And they're talking to Carlos. So Carlos has played on so many teams over the years. It's hard to keep track, but was a member of the Texas Rangers last year and got to know you Darvish a little bit. And evidently he got to know him well, because as we found out following the game, Beltron gathering up the teammates in the dugout alerts them to Darvish tipping a few pitches. And well, the Astros must've picked up on something because they chased Darvish Again, Darvish pitching only an inning and two-thirds for the second straight start. The Astros torching Darvish for five runs in less than two innings, and that's all they would need. It was great because A-Rod was really prodding Beltron. Beltron was embarrassed. You know, former teammate. Those guys are still friends. Game seven of the World Series, by far Darvish's biggest start. He crumbles under the spotlight. <laughs> and it seems as though former teammate Carlos Beltran had a little something to do with that. So that was great to see. Say what you will, certainly Beltran is past his prime. That clutch bat of his has left him, but not his baseball intellect, and certainly made an impact on tonight's game. So he is definitely, definitely without question deserving of that World Series ring. You just got to think he's going to make an incredible manager someday. Should he choose to, Beltron on the show said that he is hoping to play somewhere, and if he doesn't receive any offers, he'll enjoy his time off. Does not think he'll jump into management right away, but one day, absolutely, 
Absolutely. I mean, you just look at all the firings across the league. Astros will be short of base coach next season. Make him an offer. Jeff Lunau and the Astros front office. Look at the impact he's made on this team just on the bench. Keep him on the bench. Everybody loves a mascot. No, that's not fair. But veterans Carlos Beltran, Brian McCann, and most notably Justin Verlander, all three with just impeccable professional careers, getting a well-deserved first World Series ring. Congratulations to those three. Maybe just those three embody the resilience of this team. Certainly those three are the exception in terms of veterans, just salty, gritty, grinded out guys from top to bottom. Nonetheless, this is a resilient team. I mean, you win 100 plus games in the regular season, you don't think you faced very much adversity, but you think about Carlos Correa going down second half of the season with an injury, coming back, I think it was a hurt hand, a hurt wrist, having to battle back as a hitter. That's not easy. He comes back and he struggles, has barely any strength at all, certainly contributes in this postseason. He battles back. You sort of breeze through the Red Sox. But the Astros, after winning the first two in the ALCS, lose three games in a row in the Bronx at Yankee Stadium. There were a lot of people here who thought it was over. All right, stick a fork in them. They are done. No way they're coming back after losing three in a row in Yankee Stadium. The Yankees have all the momentum. How can we possibly win? They've won three games in a row. (laughs) We can't win in New York. They have all the momentum. Season's over. Game over. It's over. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't because Minute Maid Park has been huge for this Astros team. And they won two in a row, backs against the wall. They got to their first World Series since 2005. And they weren't going to stop there. Nope. After losing game one, still... Still without that first World Series win, they win an incredible game, a come-from-behind game in Game 2 in L.A., evening the series at 1-1, came from behind in Game 5 to win that game, surpassing Game 2 in terms of greatness, and then to bounce back after a tough loss in Game 6. Game 6, you had Justin Verlander. Man, you were up three games to two, If there was a night to win it in Los Angeles, it's with Justin Verlander on the mound. Verlander was great, but he wasn't perfect. That's what he had to be when you only get one run. So after that, I was like, oh man, we couldn't win with Verlander on the mound. How the hell are we going to win a game seven? Bats are cold. Again, we can't hit on the road. How the hell are we going to win game seven? Credit this Astros team. Credit A.J. Hinch. Credit A.J. Hinch for having some semblance of a plan. And of course, things never go according to plan. But he had the structure right there where he wanted it. And he rolled with it. And it led him to a World Series championship. God, it's so hard to do what the Astros did. When they essentially don't have a bullpen. All they have are other starters who didn't start that day who came in in an unfamiliar environment coming out of the bullpen. Brad Peacock had another excellent outing. Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton, what a stud. 
two outstanding Game 7 performances in a row. I mean, he is just nails. In the ALCS, you couldn't find an Astro with balls, with guts. You couldn't find one who didn't look like they were scared shitless. But Charlie Morton, through the course of this postseason, has shown that he's just stone. I mean, he is a mountain out there on the hill. And I think this team has fed off of him. He is a huge part of this World Series team. And who would have thought? He's just a throw-in. He's just an add-on and also ran, right? No, he was just as important to this team as Justin Verlander. If not more so, if only for those two Game 7 performances. Elimination game, he was nails. Tip of the cap to Charlie Morton and to A.J. Hinch for riding the hot hand. Once again, both teams dependent on their bullpens in Game 7 as neither starter would make it out of the third inning. Lance McCullers, ultimately the winning pitcher in Game 7, only threw two and one-thirds innings. He had four hit batsmen in less than three innings, allowed two base runners every single inning he walked out on the mound. Incredible. And didn't allow a single run. If someone had told you, Lance isn't going to be sharp tonight. You know, I think he's going to hit four batters in less than three innings, gifting four base runners without even making them work for it. In less than three innings, you would have said, well, shit, what's the score? Because the Dodgers must have scored at least one run. You don't get four free base runners and not score once, right? Well, that's what happened. The Dodgers unable to get the big hits when it mattered most. Some underrated plays in this game. Chris Taylor lining into a double play to end the second inning with two men on. Runners in scoring position. The Dodgers just couldn't do it. They shat the bed tonight. Hit the ball hard. Just right at guys. Those are the moments that work against the Astros the past 55 years. But tonight, seemingly everything went the Astros' way. And it, I know it was a game that was a letdown for unaffiliated spectators. But for Astros fans, that was the most nerve-wracking 5-1 victory any of us have ever seen. Because, God, and you can't blame us, but we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. All right? We're waiting for the Oilers to blow a 35-3 to lead. We're waiting for Brad Lidge to give up a three-run home run to Albert Pujols in the ninth inning in Game 5 of the NLCS. We're waiting for Brian Hoyer to turn the ball over four times in a playoff game. We're waiting for James Harden to just have an out-of-body experience like the Monstars from Space Jam robbed him of his talent, and they just send... A shell of them out there, an imposter. You're not the real James Harden. You're just a poser. That's what we've had to experience. So even with a four-run lead going into the ninth inning, it's just, and the way the series has gone, it's just like, oh, shit. You know, what are we going to have to sit through tonight? But it was relatively uneventful outside of the first two innings when the Astros scored all five of their runs. To be honest, it was... A little refreshing. Uh, Astros fans, I know, partying hard tonight. But if you're not out at the bars, you were able to get 
some much needed shut eye tonight and you deserved it. Wake up early and watch all the highlights, man. Order the DVD. Order the, the Sports Illustrated commemorative leather-bound book detailing this magical season. All right, go out and order the t-shirts and the hats and the coffee mugs and the throws, the blankets, uh, the slippers, the necktie. Go get all that shit. Go get a pennant flag, a car pennant flag, and fly that fucker every day for the rest of your life because you may never see another championship for a sports team. Now, the way things are going right now, I mean, there's a lot of optimism, but the Chicago Cubs waited 108 years for another World Series championship. So don't hold your breath and enjoy this one for as long as you can. So Lance McCullers had a rough night, was not sharp. Two and a third scoreless innings, (laughs) four hit batters, two base runners every inning, but unscathed. Unbelievable. The Dodgers, well, I'll, I'll just go ahead and get to it. The Dodgers stranded 10 runners in six innings. Almost two guys an inning got on base, and only one would score in the sixth inning. Just atrocious. A lot of good sabermetrics did for them with runners in scoring position. While McCullers was not sharp, Darvish was worse, only going an inning and two-thirds for the second straight outing. Allowing five runs. George Springer leads the game off with a double. Bregman hits a grounder to the first base side. Enough to get Springer over to third. But the throw from Bellinger, it's a wild throw from Bellinger to Darvish. Way off target. Ball goes to the dugout. Springer is able to score all the way from second base. Bregman gets to second. It is nothing Astros without the Dodgers recording a single out, and Bregman is at second base. Bregman aggressively steals third. It is only the second stolen base in the entire series. Altuve uh, sacrifice ground out to score Bregman. It is 2-0 Astros in the first. Springer chases Darvish with his fourth consecutive home run. I believe his fifth home run in the series. 5 nothing Astros, that would be it for Darvish. Clayton Kershaw coming in relief. He was perfect. God, so badly was I hoping that the Astros could light up Kershaw and just continue to feed that narrative that he's incapable of pitching in the postseason. But he was great. Dodgers bullpen was phenomenal after Darvish left, but it didn't matter. Kershaw in relief actually recorded more outs than Darvish did in his last two starts combined. God, what a, what a series to forget for Darvish. How do you re- hit the reset button after this one? Yikes. He may be Brad Lidged. He may be Matt Schaub. He may be, he may be done. We'll see. Certainly you would think he's of stronger mind than that. But who knows? Sports, unpredictable, and pitchers probably one of the more one of the most unpredictable characters in sports, probably behind kickers. Uh, as good as the Dodgers bullpen was, fuck man, Astros had themselves a good bullpen outing. Finally, like I mentioned, 
Not really. Relief pitchers coming in, aside from Francisco Liriano and Davinsky, each of which only facing a single batter in the fifth inning. Brad Peacock throws the first three up, three down inning in the fourth In the fifth inning, he gets into a little trouble after getting the first out, allowing two men to get on. Liriano and Davinsky come in to get the second and third outs. Charlie Morton allows one run in the sixth, but shuts the Dodgers down in the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings to win the game. And I did not know this. I don't know a lot about Charlie Morton, but it was only his second relief appearance since his rookie season with the Atlanta Braves in 2008. His first relief appearance in almost a decade. And the guy was nails. He was perfect. I mean, you cannot phase him. Just the confidence and the mental intestinal fortitude that this guy carries with him. It's unbelievable. He was meant to be a star. He was meant to be in the center of the grandest of stages, Charlie Morton, a huge, huge part of this championship team. You are not 2017 World Series champions without Charlie Morton swinging a big dick in Game 7 of the ALCS and now the World Series. He's not my favorite Astro, but he's fucking up there. He's fucking up there with Verlander, I'll tell you that. God, I love Charlie Morton. And he seems like a nice guy, too. He has that weird mole that Christian Bale got removed once he got paid. So uh, maybe Morton will get uh, the Christian Bale procedure following this World Series. Who knows? He may be doing a lot of interviews. He may have a publicist say, hey, man, you got money now. Why don't you you take care of that? I don't know. I'm just distracted by things like that. So Charlie Morton... Gives up a run in the sixth. You think, oh shit, this is the beginning of the end, isn't it? This is where Houston sports gets the ultimate middle finger right here in game seven of the World Series. But mm -mm, Charlie Morton would not allow another base runner after that Andre Ethier RBI single in the sixth inning. Dodgers stranding 10 runners in six innings. And then go in order in the 7th, 8th, and ninth, just not even putting up a fight. Kudos once again to A.J. Hinch for trusting his eyes and trusting his gut and rolling with Charlie Morton through the 7th, 8th, and ninth innings. I don't think very many people thought he would come out in the ninth. I mean, Charlie Morton, you had him batting in the 8th inning. And, you know, no lead is guaranteed, not against this Dodgers team that is built like a a fucking home run derby roster. Just fucking ridiculous. Four-run lead, that's still only one swing of the bat away from a tie game. And Charlie Morton's holding a bat, and he is taking three straight pitches, and he is turning his ass around and heading straight back into the dugout, and he's getting ready for the ninth inning. And the motherfucker got it done. Got it done. Game 7 MVP, without question, is Charlie Morton. Even though George Springer has two extra base hits, three RBIs, uh, that's nice. That's glamorous. But uh, Charlie Morton gets the man's MVP. Because he went out there 
and he took care of business. In an age when starters can't even go three, Charlie Morton goes three and a third in relief. First time in almost 10 years he's making a relief appearance. And he shut, well, I guess you have to say, the second most potent offense in baseball. I Sorry, I have to do this. It is 3.30 in the morning, and my family's sleeping, but... Bravo, Charlie Morton. Bravo, man. What a stud, and what a team. What a team. Houston, you deserve us. I hope you're parting your dicks off tonight, man. Oh my god, I hope you're taking shots. I hope they have some Astros-themed shots. I hope there are girls out there in tight little Astros jerseys and jean shorts. And they're making bad decisions with dudes they don't know, but he's got an Astros hat on. And you know, god, this this guy's alright. He's bleeding orange just like I am. Shit, I wish I could be out there with y'all. But uh, I am just not cool enough anymore. But I am happy for you guys. And I'm happy you stumbled upon this podcast. Uh, I think that's all for me today for this rendition. It is a World Series rendition. Woo! Oh, yeah. I have to get one of these in. Woo! And that one was a little restrained. Uh, the clapping was probably too far. That was loud enough. Uh, but God damn it. The spirit of nature boy was with the Astros tonight. God bless this city. Uh, you guys have earned it. Enjoy the shit out of it. And all your friends rooting for other teams, you don't let them forget either. All right, you wear an Astro shirt. I don't care if it's the same shirt, but you wear it every day for the next two months. And for Christmas, you know what you ask for? You ask for more Astro shirts, okay? You should have planned ahead. All right, thanks, guys. Enjoyed this championship. I look forward to doing many more shows like this one, recapping a championship. Hopefully, it's uh, for Super Bowl in February. We'll see. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys later. Peace. You're welcome.